Hello and welcome to Not Your Every Show. This is Lydia. And I'm your host, Tishon. And we're back with another episode. Hey, you guys, we're back. Pull up a chair. This is Not Your Average Show. You know how we get down. So pull up your chair, take a seat. Um, we definitely want to talk about after January 20th. We did talk last week and we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know how crazy it was going to get. And we're here after January 20th. Um, they didn't burn down any buildings yet, I guess. And nothing too crazy happened. I mean, Tish, how did you, you know, like, what, what did you think about January 20th? I mean, we can kind of talk about the inauguration. And we also can talk about, like, if there is anything with any rioting or anything like that. I mean, me personally, I didn't see too much of any craziness going on. But, I mean, mm. what did you think about the 20th? So for me, the 20th, um, I actually, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought there was going to be a sign of something going on. I'm glad it wasn't. I was very, very, very happy and pleased that nothing stupid happened on January 20th because they was reports of all this, you know, stupidity about to happen. But nothing happened. Trump got up uh, that morning and left the White House. And I was tracking it on the news like like nobody's business. They were like, oh, right. he's on his way to um do his final speech as president of the United States. And then they was like, ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. I'm like, that's the mm-hmm. last time he going to hear that one. And they was like, there he goes. The last time he's born in Air Force One. And then they said... Right, yeah. He he had to be out of there like before twelve or something, right? Um, I think he had like a certain time limit. He, he did to- have a certain time limit. I know that the actual like Biden wasn't sworn in until twelve. Like at twelve, Biden was sworn in, but normally, you know, the president is there and he wasn't. And it was crazy right. because they they listed they was like, oh the the Obamas have just seated. Oh the Bushes are here. Um, Pence and That's his funny. wife are here. Like, it's like y'all, y'all know what y'all doing. Y'all are right. Y'all don't have to do all of that. And then on the right. other news station, um, I was watching Trump to see what he was doing. And they was like, "Oh, is retiring into um a place in Florida, and his son has bought his own house on a private island. Like, what the hell? He bought right. his house on a private island." Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump and oh his daughter Tiffany just got engaged. It was like okay, y'all. We we I get it. <laughs> I didn't care right. that much about Trump's kids, but they was like right. the entire family has been involved since the moment Trump took office. Yeah, yeah, um sure. Yeah. And still I didn't care. Jared Kushner, you know, he he did do some good though. I mean he's a he's a smart kid. He brokering deals with, you know, peace deals, and he, he should be proud of them. So that's a good thing. Right. Right. Well, I guess, you know, um, like I said, I didn't really see too much going on. I, I think I seen one incident where somebody, a demonstrator, I call him a mobster, gangster, or whatever you want to <laughs> call him, but I got somebody threw a brick through a window. Like, that's the most that I've seen. But if you were watching the preparation before the 20th the way they had the white house surrounded with over twenty thousand, 
well, it wasn't surrounded at that time with over 20,000, but it was like, a, it was like broke off. Like you couldn't, well, blocked off. You could not get a certain feet or a certain distance towards the White House. Like it, it was like if you were, it was so dead. When I was watching it, it was so dead, so quiet. I mean, you didn't see people walking around or anything because the military had that on lock. Like it so whatever the protesters or those mobsters thought they was going to do, it was not going to happen on their time at all. So, um, like I said, it's just nothing crazy really happened. Um, the 20th, I definitely expected more, even if it was like in other states, not necessarily at the White House, you know, but I did definitely think that it was going to be more of an upward, like at, in, at different states. Like I actually had a friend tell me, Hey, do not go downtown during the twenty on the twentieth at all. Like, you know, we live in Atlanta, so they was like, "Oh, don't go down near the Capitol. Don't even be downtown." Like, he was like, "Hey, don't be downtown at all. Don't even go downtown." So it was like, "Wow!" Like, he really opened up my eyes. Like, dang, I can't even drive downtown because there might be some crazies down there, you know, protesting or demonstrating or whatever, and just ready, like. Like we said last week, I was like, look, I'm going to always be ready because I'm like, yeah. But I didn't go downtown on the 20th. I stayed home. I chilled out. I watched the inauguration, but I didn't, like, watch everything. That was, it was one long, it was long as another. So, like, yeah. for our listeners, if y'all was, li- like, watching it, it started being on TV at, like, 9 in the morning. It didn't yeah, end. No. Until like ten at night, I was like, "Damn!" Yeah. Like, no. I didn't even watch all of Obama's inauguration day, but I was like, "Was it this long?" Because I don't remember it being this long. Nah. I'm like, yeah, I was young when he was first, you know, elected. I was, I was, you know, a kid. I couldn't even vote for him. So I'm like, "Gosh, I don't remember it being this damn long." No, I wasn't going to watch all of it anyway. I mean, because like I said, I still have my thoughts on the new president, quote unquote, whatever you want to call him, whoever you want to call him. You know, it is what it is. But it was good to see someone that looks like me, the vice president. You know, that was definitely something to see, to see her get sworn in. It was it was definitely a sight to see. She's the highest ranking African-American woman you know highest paid you know Mm -hmm. so that was just something to see you know and I was like wow but as far as everyone else you know I'm like yeah okay whatever but I definitely want to see what she's going to do I definitely want to ask you Tish I mean I know at the very beginning of this politics thing we 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 thought Trump was going to win you know just with everything and how everything was going and I mean you guys might might beat me up on this one but I mean the economy and things that's been going on in our country has been, it, it has been better. You know, it is what it is. If you look, look at the statistics on certain things. So I'm just kind of wondering, I mean, Tish, do you think Biden is going to do anything? Is he going to make a difference? I mean, okay, what, so what, is, I, what is he really going to do different that, you know, than Trump? You know, I mean, I know he had this great debate on what he was going to do and what he wasn't going to do. But is there really going to be a difference? OK, so I'm going to read this. This um, I ain't going to lie, y'all. It's a Facebook 
post that somebody else wrote um and it's been circulating on my friends list so i'm i'm gonna just read it and then i'm gonna tell like you know go over it so it says to today they made this post just to see it in four years so they can be reminded of the here now since today is biden harris inauguration day gas is currently a dollar 95 not here in atlanta it's not wish um Interest rates are 2.25% for a 30-year mortgage. The stock market closed at $30,829.40. Though we have been fighting COVID for 11 months for people who are not keen on the stock market, that's very high. That It actually broke 30000 in November, but, you know, that none of my business. Um, our... GDP growth for the third quarter was 33.1%. We had the best economy. Um, sorry, y'all. We had the best economy ever until COVID, and it is recovering well. We have not had any new wars or conflicts in the last four years, which that was kind of okay. Um, North Korea has been under control and has been and has not been testing any missiles. ISIS has not been heard from for over three years. The housing market is the strongest it has been in years. Homes have appreciated at an unbelievable rate and sell well. And let's not forget that peace deals in the Middle East were signed by four countries. Unprecedented. Unemployment sits at 6.7% in spite of COVID. And Biden takes over on 120-21. Let's see how the next four years fare. And... You know, before I go with my thoughts, Lydia, what yeah. like like what did that sound like to you? Do you agree? I mean, right. obviously this is mainly factual, so yeah. it's not a matter of agreeing, but what do you think about right. it? Right. I mean, that's that's pretty much what I was saying before I asked you, I mean, do you think Biden's gonna do any different? I mean, we can knock Trump all day long. Like from from what you just read, that person to me was saying that the country has been in its best shape the last four years. Like, okay, so I'm not going to say that that's wrong because that's 100% true. The thing that bothers me about that sentiment is that in order for you to take full credit for something, you had to, like, it, it would have had to have been bad to begin with, Right. Like you right. wouldn't say, like if a dish was was perfect and you made it better, you it, it wasn't your full dish, right? Or like you know, if I'm making something out of shit that's already created, like people be doing on TikTok when they do Oreos and then add the whipped cream in the middle and then add more Oreos. Well, shit, you didn't really do much because the Oreo you didn't make the Oreo it came like that. Whipped cream, right. you scooped it out. Like, wow, you put them together and, you know, you took two already delicious right. shit and put it together and now it's even more delicious. That's how I look at what Trump did for America because mm. he didn't inherit a bad economy. He didn't inherit um, wars. He, he didn't inherit a bunch of negatives right like he he didn't inherit any of that so you you yes all of these things are indeed true but we can't say 
that all of that is strictly because you were president for the last four years. Because as long as he didn't mess it up, he would have been good. And it's what Obama told him in his final address to the nation back in 2017. He said, Trump has been handed the keys to a pretty decent ride. You know, it's in Mm. pretty good shape. I'm giving you the keys to the White House and all you got to do is work on it to keep it going better, keep it moving in the right direction. And that's what Trump did, in my opinion. I mean, you look at the last three years of Obama's presidency and he created more jobs than Trump did in his first three years as president of the United States. So then when you compare it that way, well, was it really good? Obama inherited the worst economy in the last, you know, I would say century because it, we were in the middle of a recession when Obama took office. You look back, the last recession we was in was back in the Great Depression when the stock market crashed back in the early or, you know, the mid 14, what was that? 1920 something was when it was roaring. And then the thirties when World War II and then all the Hoover dams back when Herbert Hoover was in office and everybody was buying on credit. The stock market ended up crashing. They came out with the new deal to help build up the economy and stimulate growth. Like if we haven't seen that level of real, real, sadness back until then so then to say the housing market well the housing market you can't take 100% credit for it because the fix, the interest rates are this low because of COVID they dropped mortgage loans drastically when the economy shut down as a way of stimulating the economy and it worked because people could get approved for homes they wasn't going to get approved for before the home stayed the exact same price, the amount you're paying for it dropped mm-hmm. because you don't pay interest as high as you would have. So it looks like a pretty sweet deal. And because of that, a lot of people have bought a home during COVID, which, you know, smart because re- renting, y'all, renting. Look, well, that's a conversation right. for another day. But right. to say that he, all of these things are simply because. Trump was in office is to me very misleading and you have to acknowledge the things that led up to it and throw it even further. People, I'm going to, I'm not going to say people, but me as a black woman, I love to talk about, you know, uh, us and our people. And for our people, I know a lot of people, AKA Candace Owens, like to say African-Americans have the lowest unemployment rate ever. The African unemployment or the African American unemployment rate was historic high when Bush was in office. When Barack Obama took office, it dropped almost every year. And I am going to say almost because I believe two of those eight years he was in, it did rise back up before it continued to fall. But his entire eight years, he preached education and, you know, threw a lot of money or, or, you know, and a lot of policies behind at least doing two years of school and studies do show people who go to uh, who do do at least two additional years do have tends to lead to more employment so even that you can't take full credit for african americans as a group of people have improved and to say we've done it strictly because trump was in office or any president is an insult to our people in my opinion Cause we don't right. do like, like they, I don't know what help they think they're lending to me as the government, but I haven't received it yet. 
So it's real. It's a big slap in the face to say you're employed because the president is the president to me. Right. I mean, like I said, it's case it's case by case. You know, I I definitely feel like I I agree with you with the with him keeping everything steady for these four years, you know, not creating more drama with other countries. And And that's what I'm talking about. But as far as like our community of people, no, you can't just say, oh, you are where you are because of President Trump. No, like like you said, that's a slap in the face. It's disrespectful. But on the flip side, I can say with him keeping a peace with a lot of these countries and um, I definitely I know that he did some things in the Middle East that hasn't been done in years, you know, and you guys can definitely go and research that. But I agree with the post that was posted by that guy in in a certain fashion. You know, it's not just completely, but there there is definitely some truth to it, because like I said, is. It is true. He, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. You know. He doesn't decide. You know, for for what we have as a community. You know, right. he, he's not the deciding factor on that. But at the same time, what he's keeping at peace between these different countries and different other things that he has done, I, I do agree with it. You know, and I'm not saying you guys. Oh, I'm a Trump supporter and blah blah blah. You know, so don't think that. My thing is facts. Is and facts, if she was, it wouldn't matter. And it, yeah, but facts is facts. I mean, the statistics are here. Um, I mean, you can just go look it up. I mean, different, just the peace that he's been keeping within different countries right. that we so know me, of. We don't know. I mean, but from what we see, you know. He also lie on countries, you know, and leaders. Yeah. And, that, and that's so, disrespectful. And then, you know, right. the guy with Putin was threatening, you know, offering off our soldiers' heads, you know, calling the military leaders and suckers. While in the same right. breath, signing over more funding to the military, you know things like that. Trump, Trump, uh, all of this stuff that I just read was one hundred percent true. It's misleading, and I yeah. and that's the part that pisses me off about it because although it is true, there are other re- like what he said was this is just where everything stands here and now while yeah. Trump is president. It never minds how it actually became that way and what led to it being that right. way. Like you said, it's misleading. It has its truth and it and is misleading for the ignorant people out here that don't want to take the time to actually look more into it. So yeah, it can definitely mislead the sheep. So yeah. Speaking yeah. of misleading the sheep, and I really wanted to say this before we wrap this up. I was listening to conservative radio and I want to ask you your thoughts on this. They were saying the people of Georgia, AKA you and me um, and everybody else who lives in Georgia, who did not vote for the Republican incumbents for Senator was misled because we were too stupid to figure out that they were not giving us $2,000 checks. They were adding in, the additional $1,400 to get to the $2,000. So if you got a $600 stimulus check, they're not giving you another $2,000. Instead, they're giving you $1,400, and that's how they're getting you to $2,000. What do you think about that? Okay, so I'm going to be honest on this stimulus check stuff. First of all, I'm going to go back to when way, way back, if y'all go listen to our old podcast, 
the old episodes, I would tell you guys to go get your own and stop depending on the government for one. So I'm a comment on this stimulus thing, but at the same time, I have my stimulus check and guess where it is? It's in my purse. I have not, I have not cashed it. Six, th- this stuff that the government is giving us this false hope and these false promises. I mean, $600 or $2,000. What can we really do with that? So I'm going to just put that on the table. Hey, I got my stimulus. I'm going to go cash it because I think you got like an expiration date on it or something like that. So I'm going to cash it, but, I, but I'm not in a rush. I'm not being thirsty for it. I'm not waiting on the government. And I'm not belittling people that don't have jobs and people that need the money. So don't get that twisted. But at the same time, I've been telling y'all, y'all need to get out here and get y'all own money. So for them to call Georgians stupid, for one, Georgians most of us aren't even from here for real. So for you to call no, all no, of us no. stupid. Just, they, they didn't call us. I mean, like, they said that they, we wasn't smart enough to understand that it wasn't a the full 2,000. Yeah, right. the senators. The sen- oh, they said the, the senators weren't smart enough. N- no, no. The people of Georgia who voted for the Democratic senators. Right. Based are, off of the idea that they were getting a $2,000 stimulus check. Right. Really I, I get that. Yeah, I get that. So what I'm saying is that most of us aren't even from here. So for them to even say that, whatever. And second, I mean, I really honestly, Tish, I don't have an opinion. I do feel like the people that's been, the people that, if you did vote for the Democrats off of a damn stimulus check, you already lost. I mean, you already lost. If you really voted because you thought you was going to get more money, you already lost. So, Tish, I don't have the opinion or the response that you're expecting on that because I'm just so tired of people talking about the stimulus because the government is not doing anything for for us. I mean, it is what it is. Y'all can call it what it is. Y'all been, y'all waiting on a stimulus check. Really think about that. Well, that's that's not, I I wasn't expecting anything for the answer. (laughs) But I feel that way about the stimulus check. I, you know, we, we do got to figure out a way to do it on our own. Right. Um, in my mind, the thing that, that was frustrating about it is if you knew that people are out here needing a stimulus check because, I mean, Lydia, we do live in Atlanta. Like, we, we see the amount of homeless people under the bridge. Right. Um, and there's so many bridges out here and it, it just seems like they're always flooded with homeless people and it breaks my heart. Like I once made sandwiches just so when I drove past the bridges and I saw people out there asking for money and food, I could just make sure I had right. a sandwich to hand And out. I understand. And, and they, I, yeah, I get what you're saying and I'm not to cut you off, but I want to hear what your response is to that. I mean, were oh, you offended? I mean, I felt like I felt like uh, if that's how they as the conservative side see our votes like it's it can be bought for just a one time fourteen hundred dollar additional check. I'm like, you really didn't you really don't take the time out to understand anybody on the opposite sides like nobody's trying to meet in the middle. Nobody's trying to build a bridge together when I listen to people on the the right speak about people on the left and here I am on the middle like 
you could have got my vote from the right. Like I, I'm, I'm not a Democrat. I hope our listeners by now have realized that I wasn't a Trump fan, but I'm not a Democrat nor a Republican. So if a dope ass Republican is running, and I agree with a lot of his values, like I am going to vote Republican. If a dope ass Democrat is running, and I agree with a lot of his values, I'm going to vote for him. If there's an independent that's way better than both of them. And I, then my independent has no chance in hell of winning. I'm going to vote for him uh, or her. But right. as far I as mean, like hearing, hearing, hearing how they was calling us dumb. And then I'll listen to liberal, more liberal news. And they was calling the right dumb. And I'm just like, we're never going to build a bridge. Like you, you asked me, you started out this conversation. What has happened since the 20th? You're never going to, catch me immediately not want to befriend or be cool with somebody because of their political ideology I get that that's like kind of a norm you know those are that's uncharted territory but I have a friend who is on the right and I like love him so dearly because we get into it on Facebook all the time he says something and then he has to dispute it with me and then I dispute it with him and then I'm like you know but friend, like this is you're you're clearly being misled. He's like, well, you know, I don't really believe it, but I don't right. believe half the stuff the the government tells us. And I'm like, right on, exactly. Somebody exactly. is lying. You that's know? why, I, uh, right? And that's why I like, feel some like of the he, some of the things he was saying about it. It was like, but dude, let's break this down to even possible because something just first has to be possible. You know, right. everything, a lot of things are possible, but there are some things that err on the side of one too many coincidences for it to make sense that somebody can legit be walking behind somebody back, doing stuff behind their back and make it so obvious that they're doing something behind somebody. Like there's there's a point where you got to be like, OK, that that wouldn't make any sense because if they knew why did they let it continue? And, it, you, you know, then there's more questions to answer. But my, I say this to say, when I was listening to it on the radio, all I thought was, you're on the right calling the people on the left dumb for how they voted. And instead of doing that, you should probably see what it is, what what else, or if that is the only reason they voted the way they voted, Trump said those exact words. Why is it that the right didn't make that a thing? If you really believe that that's why they want, why not level the playing field offer the same thing? But there's people who legit don't feel that there's any Americans out there suffering. And they even continued the joke and said, well, why stop at giving them $2,000 checks? Why not just write everybody a check for a million dollars? What's wrong with that? And then it was like, well, the government will have to come up with over $300 trillion to give everybody a million dollars. He said, what's a dollar worth if everybody has a million of them? And I'm like, now you're just pushing it. Right. That, that would be true communism. And that would right. be that that would be everybody's on a level playing field. Nobody is more wealthier than the next. We all basically are are very well off, which there would be nothing wrong with everybody being well off. But there is something wrong with everybody having the exact same amount of wealth. There's no doctors don't get paid more because they are saving lives every day. Firefighters don't get really good extra incentives because they're risking right. their lives every day right. like there, what what would there be in addition to anything you want to do that that actually matters like if you find out a way of educating people and you're a professor why should you make the same thing as a kindergarten teacher right 
I mean, you know where I'm going with that, that we that's already, the thing about it. Right, and we already talked about that. You know, I definitely believe in a bartering system, so that's a whole nother, a whole nother conversation for another day. You know, definitely, um, if you guys listen to our old episodes, you definitely will see my thoughts on bartering and being more liberal and things like that. So I definitely, I mean, honestly, Tish, I'm not on the left. I'm not on the right. Like you said, we kind of in the middle. I don't even think I'm in the middle because I don't agree with anything that's going on at the moment. But I can say my opinion, Tish, and you can give your opinion for the brown and black community, ain't nothing going to change. Racism is going to stay here. And if you're not going to get up and go get your own, get those passports, make sure that you're well-sustained and ready to do and go and be whatever, you know, uh, if you're not ready to do whatever needs to be done for your family and your survival, none of this matters. You know, we can sit here and talk about politics and all of that, but what is Biden? We're going to see if Biden is really going to make any changes for the brown and black community. That's what I'm waiting for. What is he going to do for my community, the people that look like me? And until I see any change for that, which I doubt it, I'm going to continue to prepare myself and do the things that I need to do for my well-being. And it ain't got nothing to do with no Republicans and Democrats. Yeah, they uh, they said, if you watch his inauguration, he said... Uh, he remember eight years ago. Dang, that was eight years ago. Twelve years ago, he was sitting waiting for a black man to pick him up. Yeah, where he was waiting on um, what was he? Where he was waiting on a black man to pick him up. And today he was waiting on, or not today, but you know, on the twentieth, he was he went to meet with a black woman to pick her up to where they were going to be sworn in as president and vice president of the United States. And I, I've noted he makes it a point to say that he's doing this and he likes that, you know, there he is doing this alongside other black people and he's done a lot. Who said that? You said Biden said that? Yeah, Biden said that oh. in his inaugural address, which Chris Wallace, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who he is. He's the guy who um, did, the, he moderated the second debate or yeah i remember him yeah yeah chris wallace he said that he thinks biden's inaugural address and he's been watching these since i think he said 1991 or yeah 60 i don't know he's been watching them for a long time this man is old and he think it was the best one that he's seen thus far and i said now that's saying something because there's been a lot of dope inaugural addresses in the last, you know, 20 years for this to be the best one. And he's a Republican and on the conservative side, and he said it was one of the best ones that he's ever heard. And I know that that had to be a blow to the to the right wing. They probably are like, oh, I am done watching Fox after this because you, right. you don't comment the left on Fox. It, it seems like they just want to, they just hate you after that. And then, right. but all in all, so I you wanted- said, so you saying Biden, I mean, he just keep bringing up. So to me, he sounded like that white person that say, I got black friends. That's how he sounded to me. I know. How, I, I figured he <laughs> was going to say that. I, I just knew. That's what he sounded like to me. I have black friends. No, I don't think <laughs> it's that so much because I have a lot of 
Not, yeah, I have a lot of white friends um, that I don't think would ever say that exact sentence, but I think it would be wrong to acknowledge that they had. I mean, it would right. be like, but it sounds like that's like what he's they, saying. They're, he's they're saying, they're "Oh, I was waiting on a." They have a lot of black friends, like they, right? And they don't have to say that they have black friends. You can kind of just tell that they click with everybody. Like they don't yeah. just have other white friends. They yeah. and and I love I love all my white friends. Like they they're dope. Right. Biden sounded like you know like a white guy with black friends, and he yeah. sounds like he tries to be friends with black people. Like like you don't get that a lot. <sighs> no, comment, a lot. no comment. No comment. No <laughs> comment. I, I I figure. No I figure. comment. I, I you know, like I said, I think that Trump had a lot of black friends too and I think yeah. I heard that he pardoned little Wayne last night I yeah like, I heard that what? too Lil Wayne and uh what's the what's the rapper um the other dude Kodak Black Kodak Black and Lil Wayne and I and I and that was like the ultimate disrespect because Kodak Black he he's racist against black people little ho but we gonna uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's I'm another that's him. another uh episode for a later time for too, sure you know. for sure because i am not but, a kodak black fan have no respect for the guy the only reason i even listen to him even close to listen to him is because one of my dear friends who passed away was one of his like biggest fans forced me right. to listen to a lot of his horrible horrible music but yeah. um i like kodak to- i oh, like kodak. I, I mean know. as far as like I'm not gonna like go to his concerts and nothing like that, but you know, um, he, I, mean, I, de- I, I definitely think he's a genius along with Lil Wayne. I think both of them. Lil Wayne definitely is- got that got that music to make your head go up and down. So, Lil Wayne, know. yes. Kodak Black, no. I I stopped <laughs> messing with him when he said that he didn't date black women and he only. Oh wow! I never. Women. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta I look. I gotta that look out. that up because I definitely, I'm definitely not with that. Um, anybody that's gonna give up on black women or black men, I ain't and he's to. black. That's just uh, yeah. But okay. anyways, yeah. we will talk about that on another show, girl. That's definitely interesting and juicy. I'm gonna do my research on him. Well, I definitely feel like I said at the end of the day, we're gonna see what Biden and um, Kamala has to offer to our community, especially. Um, like I said, I'm not I'm not racist or anything like that. Nobody wins the race and racism. So don't think that. But I am for my people and people that look like me always want us to always be better in ourselves and preparing ourselves and keeping ourselves prepared and always ready. So I definitely want to hear what y'all got to say. I know we talked about a lot of things today on this episode from the inauguration all the way down to what we think is going to happen in the future, you know, especially with the new president and a new vice president. So let us know what you think. Definitely send us an email or you can follow us on Instagram or email, not your average show five zero at gmail.com. And also on Instagram, follow us, not your average show underscore. We definitely want to hear what y'all got to say, what y'all think, what y'all think happened on the 20th of me. Did y'all like what y'all saw? Do y'all have hope? And our new president, just tell us what y'all think. Definitely want to hear from, you know, until next time. See you guys in a few. We'll talk to you guys in a few days. See what's going on. You know, never know what's going to happen. You guys be safe out there. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.